Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Noble on board with us as well from the Brisbane Lions, the GM of football there. David, thanks very much for your time. No worries, John. Pleasure. Excellent game to really looking forward to this game. Third against 14th on the ladder, but I get the impression this might be a little bit closer than those positions might suggest. Uh, yes, it's one of our uh, key rivals up here. Uh, the Q clashes, a lot like the Port and Adelaide games that I've been involved in in the past, mate. It doesn't matter where you are on the ladder. <laughs> They're always full of emotion, a um, little bit of spite and some bragging rights. Big news today, Nobes, and congratulations for the work in getting Harris Andrews locked away. He signed a five-year deal. It'll be nice to have him out there tonight. He won't be with that hammy. But how long has this been in the making? And it must be a relief to get it done. Yeah, thanks, Cornsy. Um, probably six months, I would have thought. I mean, we had a, a, some loose conversations before the sort of the COVID shutdown period. And then uh, once we sort of got back and a little bit of um, leeway with you know, the restrictions on contracts and that type of thing. So, yeah, it's been brewing for a little while. Um, we're wrapped, you know, his, his elevation, not only, I think, as his form, um, being an All-Australian, but his, his elevation in the leadership group. He's grown so much as an individual. Happy to have, you know, a say and, and put some guys on notice. And that's what I've been really impressed with behind the scenes. Yeah, I noticed that I was fortunate enough to come down, as you know, and spend a day with you on your pre-season camp. And he just, he yeah. uses that. He, he uses leadership and you walk away, you spend one day, you think, well, there's the next captain of the Brisbane Lions. So a lot's been spoken about his playing ability that you'll miss over the next five or six weeks. But that setting up behind yeah. the ball and that leadership that Luke Hodge has done for so long, that's going to fill a big void for you as well? It is, yeah, that, no doubt. And I think we'll, we'll need... Um, Rich, you know, we'll need Birch, who's not in there tonight. We'll need Darcy Gardner, Ryan Lester. Like, we'll need those guys to, to pick up a little bit of that that slack. But the key difference is that, you know, Harris is normally the last person within that structure. So he's able to see quite a few things and adjust things fairly quickly. So that, that'll be the shift for us is that the guys have got to be aware around them a little bit more as to, to the shift in that. So that, that's probably the difference. His position on the ground to do that has been... Um, something that we have to be aware of. And the hammy injury, take take us through it. Why is it more yeah. severe? Is there tendon damage or, or, or what is the diagnosis? No, it's a it's a little bit worse than a grade two, so it's not quite a grade three. Don't ask me mm. how you go from two to three. I'm not, I'm not sure, mate. But um, in the physios and the, the assessment of the docs, it's a, it's a very strong grade two. Uh, no tendon damage uh, from that side of things. So um, I think it's more the size, um, you know, of the repair that needs to sort of take a bit of time um, is what they've sort of said. I mean, if you look at it as a, you know, an off-the-bone three-monther is a is obviously an ultimate or an extreme and a one- to two-week is sort of on the smaller side. It's sort of still in that, in that scale. So he started jogging around a little bit um, early this week, um, which is a, a normal process for us and, 
Uh, we'll certainly take our time, but we're hopeful that we can reassess him in that that buy round going into the finals, mate. And then we'll probably have a really clear idea, I think, then as to whether or not we can escalate his workload. Um, we'll keep some practice matches, you know, going through that period of time. So we, we think we'll have some options to, to get him up and going back to full game mode. You've done an unbelievable job with your player retention after having some issues prior to your time. Are, are you frustrated that you've locked in all your key pillars, really? I think I read 36, maybe 37 players contracted now, yeah. but you still don't know what list sizes look like for next year? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, there's an understanding as to why like we, we get it, um, but if you put that aside, yeah, we are. It's, um, it's, a, it's a strategy that we've, you know, we've gone hard at, we've employed. It's paying some real dividends for us. You know, the consistency of the, of the group, we, we know that you have to make, you know, regular changes to, the, to your list each year. Um, but we felt like that that's been a, a key platform for us. We hope that it doesn't become a disadvantage for us when it, you know, the list numbers come out. We're, we're hopeful that the, if there is a, a downturn in numbers, mate, that it's sort of done over a, you know, over a, a period of time rather than just, you know, going hard in one year. So... That's what we're, we're hopeful of. But, yeah, it's certainly been an area that we've been happy to extend and um, keep the guys, you know, knowing. That. And I think the other thing, it gives them fulfilment of knowing where they are and that, they've, you know, they're certainly going to continue to Im- improve their, their home base. What's your best guess on it, Noves? Can, can you take a stab? What's the number that you are being bandied about? Is it 38? Is it 40? Do you have any idea? I don't think it'll be that... I don't think it'll be that hard... Quincy, oh, that's just my gut feel. I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to need to take a bit of time. Um, you know, talking to, to the PA on a number of different other um, matters. I know, you know, they've, they've still got reasons as to why they want the numbers to be high. Um, if I look at it from a football perspective, my, my overall personal concern of going too hard on the numbers is that we, we are going to impact grassroots footy heavily. If you make the top end of the pyramid too tight, then you're going to have a lot of kids that will come through in our game that will not feel like they can aspire to a list on, uh, on an AFL club. And that, that would be my concern if we go too hard and we move it to 38 or to 40. By heavens, we, we, we're going to do some damage at grassroots footy. What would you be happy with, Noves, then? Are you you're saying that you'd prefer it to see it? Maybe it's just it is 41, 42, and we just take two or three players out of the list? Yeah, I'd just be happy for us just to have a look at, you know, the list next year with a, with a little bit less, a one or a two. I think in these circumstances, the one thing I reckon we've got to be going quick with is with some patience. And we've got to, we've got to make sure that we don't make too many um, quick decisions without enough data to actually work out um, the impact of all of those. I mean, we're just in the middle of readjusting with our soft cap. You know, we've got to readjust our resources, we've got to readjust our program costs. So, you know, we need probably 12 months to assess how we're all going to land with that soft cap and and leaving the numbers in a reasonably manageable um, constraint as they are now will give us that information in 12 months' time. Mm. Sounds fair. Just on, just on the soft cap knobs and your coaching panel, we, we've seen carnage is probably a word across the competition and all clubs. Have you decided yet and have you informed the people and the difficult job of, of telling some people that they don't have a job connection? Yeah, we're, we're getting close, Corns. It's, um, it, at this point in time, like we're in the middle of this sort of, you know, quick three-game sort of cycle. So 
we've started some of those conversations and we'll continue to have those um, confidential discussions with our staff in the next sort of week or two. But, yeah, we, and look, to be fair, we, we need to give people an idea of where they sit, um, you know, what their wage constraints may be um, and to give them a, an ability to have time to look at other options should they decide to, you know, to not stay. And how disruptive is that? Like, I can understand you know, the likes of Hawthorne have made their changes, but they're not going to feature in the finals. You're chasing a premiership, Nobs, and some of these people are crucial to that. Do they, yeah. do they stick around or do, do they leave automatically or is it just courses for courses? Oh, no, we, we, we don't want any of our staff to leave. I mean, we've, we've worked really hard to retain and improve our staff, I think, as much as we have our on-field players. So... Um, if someone did decide to, you know, not take up an offering, we'd, we'd certainly be happy for them to stay. There's, there's no question about that. Mm. David, in terms of the COVID disruption you mentioned a little earlier, has this, the, the list size uh, and looking forward to next season, has that been the most difficult scenario for you as a club to get your head around or has there been something else that's really distracted the club or has been really difficult in terms of uh, moving forward? Uh I'm not sure it's a distraction, John. I think it's a learning. Like, we've tried to use it as an opportunity to to learn new skills, to adapt, um, to use our you know, our meeting structures a little bit different. Um, we probably feel, I think most clubs would feel, that the disconnect with not having your group um, together as often as it, it is is probably the piece that you, you probably struggle with the most. Um, so from that side of things, you've just got to be a little bit more creative um, and... I mean, at the moment, we've just got to follow the rules. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably just trying to find little alternate avenues uh, to make sure that your group's engaged and it, and it stays together as best it can in that period of time. Goal-kicking nose, have you sorted that out yet at training? <laughs> oh, they're, they're working pretty hard, Gornsey. They, um, you know, like this week, they had a couple of little sessions. So I, I think it's just having an understanding I think for the for the guys that are in front of the sticks they've got to have a belief in, in their routine and the consistency of delivering that each and every time so um, yeah we've we got confidence in our guys that we'll we'll certainly put in the work and uh, we've got a few weeks before we get to finals and hopefully we can adjust that and, and move forward with it and before we let you go the old fella Grant Birchall's having a rest tonight but did I read he has hit a trigger and, and we'll be at the club next year uh, yeah, I think he has. Yeah, I think he reached that a week or two ago. So, um, but yeah, he's having a rest tonight, putting his feet up. Um, hope he stays at home. He's not allowed to go to Hodges Place and watch the footy. So, um, would expect him to follow the protocols. But yeah, he has. So, um, so good for him. Good news. And Nobes, just looking forward to not only to tonight's game, but the games that you've got coming up as well. Uh, Kane and I were just speaking yep. moments ago about. The fact that you've played very well in the first half, but your second halves have dropped away and you've only won five of those and you've lost the last five that you've played. So is that something that's been addressed or discussed, the fact that you seem to be you know, running and on top of the ground in the first half, but the longer the game goes, and in fact, you've been goalless the last two games in the final quarter. Is uh, any alarm bells ringing around that? I don't think so, John. I think the aspect that Fags has probably discussed is more the ability for us to readjust, I think, as teams become a bit tighter in those second halves. So, um, you know, for us, it's still a little bit of learning. We know that getting into those tighter um, confined games is an ability for us to still learn how to score in tight times, take your opportunities when those windows open. Um, so, yeah, look, it's, it's a lot of those issues for us is, is about 
putting it on the table and discussing it. We certainly don't sweep it under the carpet. We're aware that we've got to continue to get better in the in the latter part of the year with our second half. Well, just over half an hour before the first bounce, so we'll let you get back to it there. We know you're busy. We really appreciate you uh, giving us some of your time and good luck for the remainder of the season. Pleasure. Thanks. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Good on you, Noves.